Hayden, how's how's anime? There's so much, Chris. There's so much. I. But it's there's a lot of good stuff. So you know what? It's good. That's good. I I had our friend Gunner make an emote for our Discord server because I really wanted uh, Anya from Spy Family saying uh, waku wak, and I wanted that as an emote, and I got that. It was pretty quick on the turnaround for that. And then I used that emote immediately in a different server I'm in. <laughs> and and then I get tagged in the anime channel over there. And somebody is like, oh, man, you're watching Spy Family? What do you think of it so far? And, like, I totally, <laughs> like, I love the man's want to engage with me and have a conversation about something that he is also enjoying. But then I had to tell this man... Nah, I don't really watch anime. I, I'm just obsessed with watching clips of Anya on YouTube. It's great, and it's just going to get better, and that show is fan-fucking-tastic, and it's everything I could have imagined with it getting an anime adaptation. It's like it and Kaguya-sama. I feel like I'm going to watch enough clips that I don't need to actually watch the show. But yeah, you're better off watching clips of Kaguya-sama because they talk so goddamn fast in that show. <laughs> but half the time, I'm barely catching what the hell's going on from a dialogue standpoint. Wild. It, it It's like Monogatari levels of speed with some of the dialogue. It's nuts. I feel like that's weird, like, for a comedy anime. But yeah. uh, maybe, maybe it lends itself to it. Well, it's like a lot of the jokes have to do with them thinking really fast and, like, pressure situations so it's like uh, their thought process going really really quickly of trying to like not act like a fool or try to i mean the whole thing of it is to get the the two main characters to get the other one to confess so it's their thought process of trying to win whatever quote battle they're having and so that's why it's just it's their thought processes in pressure situations so you know it makes sense I'm, I'm going through one of those slumps right now. I was talking about this with you yesterday where, where I don't like have a lot of games that I feel like playing and I feel like I should be capitalizing on capitalizing on that and watching something instead. And, and now that I'm pretty sure season one and two, if not just season two of Kaguya-sama has an English dub, I should probably fucking watch that. Or, or hear me out watch run with the wind because it will motivate you to do quite literally anything else look i definitely want to i'm not shutting you down i do want to watch that show but you know how i am i i'm gonna like uh clockwork orange you and make you watch it <laughs> hey you know what i did kind of start watching on a whim though and i've seen like three episodes of over the course of as many months if you say like my hero i'm gonna come in there and smack you <laughs> No, it's uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. Oh, I've been meaning to... Oh, God, I just peeked the shit out of the mic. I've been meaning <laughs> to give give that a try. Um, I did Because I didn't know it was on Netflix. Uh, yeah. And, wait, well, I mean, you know, like, freaking Komi-san still have, like, a week before the first episode comes on U.S. Netflix, even though it came out two weeks ago. Fucking fuck you, Netflix. Yeah, they're they're slowly getting with the program. We might get weekly releases eventually. Chris, the, Chris, it's gotten worse. The first season of Komi-san was two weeks behind. This one's three. Like, oh, it doesn't God. make any sense. <laughs> That's rough. 
Yeah, I'm a sad panda, but luckily there's 20 other shows for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are you are not starved for content, certainly. I, I almost need to, like... Uh, I'm gonna have to completely. I we I put out we put out the my my winter season recap last week, and I'm already just like I'm I keep changing the format of that every time I put one out, <laughs> and I don't know what I'm gonna do for the spring season because I really wanted to just do like a top ten list, but there's gonna be so many good shows. I don't know how I could only mention 10 of them which i'll still call it a top 10 list and then talk about like 15 to 20 of them <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know get those honorable mentions in there yeah well hey you know what you know what i'm excited about and what i'm not starved for content for sanic no i am oh. still kind of in a drought for sonic i mean you're not you're not wrong and we are going to talk about that but that's not the segue i was going for we you're going to talk about that. <laughs> You're going to make us lose all of our listeners by talking about Sanic for like 20 minutes. Look, if anyone tuned in for your half hour talking about anime, then I think they could sit through my 10 minutes talking about Sonic. Hey, they know that going in. Fair. Uh, <laughs> but no. So, I mean, ever since like Marvel hit the ground on the Disney Plus shows, there's been a lot of shit rolling out pretty constantly. And yeah. uh, we are on the cusp of the Doctor Strange sequel that, like, frankly, it's, man, it feels like it's been so fucking long since the first Doctor Strange movie. Well, it's been, like, six years plus, hasn't it? <sighs> Gotta be plus. Somewhere on the plus. Um, very it's excited like for that. Like 2015. I've been watching Moon Knight. Episode I still need four to start that. comes up this week. Moon Knight's pretty fucking good. I'm really digging it. I liked the first episode of Moon Knight so much, I started watching Daredevil. I've watched the first season of Daredevil. Go watch Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil That's... also so fucking good. At least, like, Where is from, that now? Is uh, that it's on, on Disney+. Disney Plus? Plus? Okay, okay. Yeah, they moved all the Netflix Disney show, or Netflix Marvel shows onto Disney+. Plus. Um, it only took them, like, two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, like, purposefully coincides with the launch of Moon Knight because Moon Knight is very much in that same style. Okay. Where it is significantly darker. It is meant for a mature audience. The very first scene in Moon Knight is Ethan Hawke crushing a bunch of glass, dumping it in his shoes, and then putting those shoes on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I've been told by a friend who has already watched Daredevil that for all three seasons of Daredevil, each season has a a, uh, a seamless, uncut hallway fight scene, which is just the best. Hmm. And the, the one in season one features Daredevil just straight up throwing a microwave at a dude's head. <laughs> like like the camera is in the hallway looking down the hall daredevil is in a room off to the left a dude stumbles out of the room and following him is a microwave that domes him it's it's the funniest thing well that's i feel like we don't see enough of that in tv shows i agree getting domed with microwaves <laughs> <laughs> But more importantly, just today, just this morning, out of the blue, we finally got some promotional video of Thor 4, Love and Thunder. Bro, it looked good. 
of which previously we've only seen like title cards, which already had me fucking hype because I, man, I'm so in love with the entire aesthetic of this movie <laughs> and this yeah. teaser only solidified. I, I think I forgot how prominent the guardians are going to be in this one. Like it's, it's probably almost equally another guardians movie. It seems like. See, I don't know. My read is that they're going to be gone like within the first 20 minutes. Uh, like they, they're going to show them in the promotional mater- material to get you thinking, oh, they're going to be in it. And then they're just not in it. Yeah. Like I think, I think they're going to drop Thor off somewhere and then they're going to fuck off to do guardians three. Could be wrong, but that, that was my read on the situation. That makes sense. I, I, I could, I could see that happening. I do wonder though, cause I thought, and, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm thinking of the guardians being in this movie, but I thought Thor was supposed to feature in the next guardians movie. Especially given how kind of intertwined those two franchises aesthetic is now. Where like, I mean, Taika just built off of what James Gunn was already doing for the cosmic MCU. Yeah, they did kind of set it up to be like that. Just Thor's now one of them. Yeah, so he might pop up in Guardians 3. I'm not sure. We got we got a long way to go for that one, though. Isn't that next year? Yeah. Um, oh we do God. have... We got the Guardians Christmas special this year, though. <laughs> I... I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Is it, <laughs> wait, is it, what's her face, just permadead? I don't remember. Um, I mean, this universes, oh. or this timelines. That, isn't that their whole thing, is to find a way to bring Gamora back? I think so, yeah. Like, it's Spoilers. essentially Guardians <laughs> 3, the quest for Gamora. Yeah. Uh, but this teaser is so uh, man, it's just it's fucking hype. I love Taika's use of classic rock for Thor. Like, uh, if you had told me following Thor: The Dark World that the immigrant song was gonna be the anthem of Thor Ragnarok, crazy. <laughs> and like, I don't know, man, it just kind of works. And I don't know if Thor has that kind of aesthetic of a dude who thinks he's a Viking and won't let go of classic rock. But man, I'm here for it. It does you know, mesh like, pretty well. Every dude with, like, kind of a gut and a beard thinks he's a Viking anymore because Viking culture is just hip, you know? Well, I mean, I I have two of the three things needed. I have the gut, the beard, but I don't have any hair, so, <laughs> you yeah. know, they're leaving some people out. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of just griping about 2020 hipsters. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Because uh, we also got the Northmen coming out soon. Which That's is just weekend. another another arm of that. Yeah, same weekend is massive talent. Oh god, I can't wait to see that. Oh, so we're movies. talking about that next time for sure. Because <laughs> goddamn, I uh, my hype for that is unsurmountable right now. <laughs> but I just the only reason why I'd want to see the Northman is because Willem Dafoe's in it, and he looks like he's peak lighthouse Willem Dafoe. Hell yeah. Just, like, from seeing his face in some of the trailers, I'm like, oh, I've seen that face before. A <laughs> <laughs> um, couple things I want to enlighten you on about Thor, if you're not aware. Uh, okay, so bring it on. The, the storyline of this movie, um, I believe, is being taken from, or at least, you know, loosely adapted from the Thor comic, God of Thunder, um, which is a, a storyline of a character called Gore the God Butcher killing a bunch of gods. Um, oh. Gore the God Butcher is going to be played by Christian Bale. Oh. In this teaser, we catch a glimpse 
of Russell Crowe as Zeus. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, oh, my, what the fuck? Why is Zeus here? And so it does look like that there's, like, um, a whole Greek pantheon area featured prominently in the teaser that I'm excited to explore. Plus, we got the uh, Natalie Portman getting absolutely fucking yoked to be female Thor as Jane oh, Foster. Oh, that's who that was? Yeah. I had no idea. Natty P is back, and she is jacked. She, like, that can't be natural. She was fucking huge in that reveal trailer. Oh, she's been working out. I've seen the videos. Yeah, but she looks like, like, you know, Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) I mean, there might be a little VFX touch-up, but, but, I mean, she's got muscle. She's putting in the time. The steroids be working. (laughs) Because there's no way she could, like, there's just no way she could get that big. Possibly. Naturally. There's no way. There's absolutely, we're not going to go down that (laughs) rabbit hole today. I'll say, though, outside of a competitive setting, I don't give a fuck if anybody does steroids. Oh, yeah. I totally agree, but it's, it, they need to disclose that shit because you put up, okay, we're not going to, okay, stop (laughs) stop myself. I'm not going to go down this, this is not the topic of discussion today. But yeah, so I mean, you know, looks looks fucking dope. I'm excited. Thor. Hell yeah. Now, now the thing I really want to talk about, and the thing you already tried to tee me up for, and I shut you down. Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> now, why would we waste one minute of audio on that game? Because it still sucks, but the new season starts soon, and it'll still be mid. <laughs> it's got two new maps, at least. There we go. We talked about it for less than a minute. Okay. <laughs> Sonic, baby! Sonic 2. I'm going to just, like, go to the bathroom, make a sandwich, and I'll come back when you're done gushing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just, I just want to say, right, that, like, I I use this podcast as a platform to say a bunch of multisyllabic words and do a bunch of long-winded rants and talks about things I enjoy to make myself seem deeper than I actually am. But when I tell you that watching Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in 2022 in a theater with just me, a mom, and her child that was a fourth of my age. I have never felt a more spiritual (laughs) experience in a movie theater. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen, Hayden, there are few things in this world I love more dearly than Sonic the Hedgehog, and I know how that sounds. But it has been 20 years since there has been anything more than passable presented for this franchise. And I love this movie so, so much. (laughs) The climax of this movie had me more hype than Endgame. And I'm talking like... Better than Cat picking up the hammer. Better than all the characters coming out of the portal. Better than Captain Marvel smashing through the capital ship of Thanos' army. I had tears rolling down my face the very second... Spoilers, by the way. The very second that Supersonic was in one frame of this movie. See, like you say spoilers, but like... <laughs> eh... I know. You're, you're I know. having a moment. You're having a moment. Continue. All right. Now, look, I, 
this is what's fucking crazy to me is like going into this movie for for all of my speculation for where they were going with the story for what they were going to set up for whatever characters would be involved for all of my speculation i don't think at any point in time did the idea of them doing supersonic ever enter my mind and i think part of that was because all the promotional material only featured the master emerald which is not a conduit through which sonic accesses supersonic it's only the chaos emeralds and so what happens in this movie is Eggman gets a hold of the Master Emerald and he starts using the the negative side of its power, as it were, um, which at one point he says chaos is power, which is its own reference to Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Uh, and so Knuckles ends up punching the Master Emerald out of Eggman. And then like as he's trying to pick it up off the ground, the, the Master Emerald like crumbles into a bunch of little pieces and all the Chaos Emeralds fall out of it, because earlier in the movie we found out that the Echidna tribe had forged all the Chaos Emeralds into the Master Emerald, which is new new canon for the movie, not a normal Sonic thing. The second I saw these Chaos Emeralds fall into Sonic's lap, the next 20 minutes, my jaw was on the floor waiting for Super Sonic, and it fucking delivered. It's like the Death Egg mech does the thing where its giant foot steps on Sonic and you're supposed to think, oh no, he killed Sonic because you're a child watching a child's movie in a theater for children. And then he's fine. And then he lights up <laughs> and he's gold and his eyes are red and all of his attitude is gone. And he's got the permanent scowl and his fur looks like fire. And there's like heat waves coming off of him. And it was so fucking cool. Hayden, I can't but describe to you my feelings. But what was the pink chick doing while this happened? The pink chick? You mean Amy? Yeah. yeah. She's not in this movie. Well, this movie sucks then. <laughs> Look, man, this was Sonic 2 and 3 and Knuckles. There was no Amy here yet. They ain't doing that yet. Oh, you mean when you say 2 and 3 and Knuckles, you mean like the games? Yes. They took that long to put in a female character sexists yeah it was the game right after sonic and knuckles sonic cd is when amy came out my god uh but i mean you know i i could i could go down the list of all the easter eggs and fan service and it'd just be kind of a boring podcast but but more or less like man this movie means so much to me and i'm gonna watch it a lot more because they they did a lot of stuff right even though i do think the movie is flawed and, and not the least of which because of its prominence of human characters still. And yeah. I also, I feel like the voice actress for Tails is getting done kind of dirty by the promotional material. Because, like, they got Ben Schwartz and Idris Elba voicing the other two. And then, like, I like as a collective, Hollywood is just like, yeah, and this voice actor, I guess, who does video games. But, like... That's fair. They, they really got Tails right. Like... Like, I, I, I could have some gripes about the way they portray Knuckles and how it's not, like, you know, hashtag not my Knuckles. But Tails yeah, is it's, perfect. it's sexy Knuckles. <laughs> Tails' characterization in this movie is fucking perfect. He is introduced as a weirdly obsessive Sonic fanboy, and the whole movie is, like, Sonic teaching him how to be more brave and, like, like oh my god i have a sidekick and tails is just enamored with everything sonic can do the entire time and it's just so quintessentially tails that i don't know if there's anything this movie got more perfect other than its portrayal of supersonic and the tease after the credits for this movie which is throwing me way off on what they're going to introduce in the next movie the next movie is going to be shadow 
which would imply that the next movie is going to be Sonic Adventure 2, which has a lot of other characters that have not been introduced, such as what a, Amy what about, and Rouge. But what about Sonic Heroes? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sonic Heroes is not a story worth adapting because there is not a story there. But that theme song, Chris. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Now, now you know if they make a third one, because like it's come out, you know, since that Jim Carrey might just be done acting. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. You you could fill me in on the necessity of having Eggman in any third movie, but I really hope in a third the third movie they make a Sonic Heroes joke where it's just like. <laughs> He, you just hear the theme song and everyone gets a nostalgia boner, but then they just shut that shit down real quick. <laughs> Man, I was actually, I was kind of anticipating it in this movie because there, there was a few money shots of Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails together, and 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 uh, Sonic even mentioned like with your inventions and your strength and my speed, and I'm like, he's gonna say, he's gonna say Sonic Heroes or he's gonna say Heroes, something's gonna happen, and they never did, they never <laughs> followed through on it. <laughs> I, I think that is because at the end of the day, it is for children and everyone are, well, you know, our age who would get that joke isn't watching the movie except for you. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know if it's that kind of a movie to make a joke for, like, five people. I mean, the movie was, like, 60% fan service anyway, and a lot of it was classic Sonic fan service. So, it... Anything they do slip in as a reference is going to be a double-edged thing as a joke and also a reference for older audiences. Now, could you imagine, now that you've gotten the movie of your dreams, could you imagine if they never changed the character model? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if they didn't change the character model, I don't think we would have gotten a sequel. I don't think anyone would have seen the first one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, now, Now, I will say that, like, the Sonic movie that could top this uh, would be if they adapted Sonic Adventure 1. Because I do think Sonic Adventure 1 is the most interesting and kind of the highest stakes Sonic story of any video game. But Shadow comes after that. And so I'm curious about how they're going to deal with his character and whether or not they will canonically kill him at the end of the next movie, as is Sonic Adventure 2 canon. Uh, they kill Shadow? Yeah, Shadow dies at the end of Sonic Adventure 2, and then they retconned that for Sonic Heroes. Because the, the hedgehog falls from space onto the Earth. Okay, yeah, that would kill you. <laughs> but are they going to give Shadow a gun? No. Oh, come on. They have to. <laughs> it's America. He has to have a gun. Jesus Christ. Um, but, you know. <laughs> shadow yeeting people on the street. <laughs> It'd be awful, but they have to do it. They made a whole game about it. They they have said that, like, after this movie, they were going to kind of deviate from the game plot line, which makes sense Ooh. now because, like, they're going from Sonic 3 and Knuckles and jumping straight to Sonic Adventure 2. So I do wonder... How much are they going to change about the quote Sonic Adventure 2 story and how much is going to stay the same? Um, they've also said that they're pretty confident that Jim Carrey would still come back for another Sonic movie. Um, but you could 
probably do the story without Eggman. It'd be kind of weak, and I don't really know how Shadow would get out of his cryo sleep. But um, really, like the important figure I hope they hold on to would be Eggman's grandfather, Gerald Robotnik, since he's the one that made Shadow. But uh, we, we, we don't need to get into all that right now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to leave the people with about your favorite movie now of all time? Look, I just want to point out that it is the best kind of karmic justice that Sonic has had to endure being the unanimous laughingstock of the video game industry and now holds the top two spots for highest grossing video games of all time. At least opening weekend. Video game movies? What did I say? Video games. <laughs> yeah, I meant movies. It's like, ah! <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. Like, but... in a real mainstream, in the public eye sense, Sonic is a commercial, maybe critical success. And it Only feels because... good. Only because we can't get a canon Halo movie, and it irks me so much. That thing would go do gangbusters <laughs> if it got a Dune treatment. Oh my god! And plus, oh. this is this is right after Uncharted also flopping. Oh, dude, that didn't that like flop real hard? Oh, I didn't pay too much attention to the numbers. I don't think that thing did well at all. <laughs> I also just don't think. From what I heard, the story was that great, which is probably why it didn't do good. Because then, I mean, it's that's what irritates me about video game movies, live action video game movies. It's like, just do a faithful adaptation of one of the stories that everyone loved, and it will make a shitload of money. Like, yeah, I don't know why video game movies aren't approached in the same way that book adaptations are. Because like, you're gonna have to condense stuff, and you're gonna have to write over the gameplay parts of the game. But that doesn't mean the stories aren't able to be told. You don't need to do something original with fan service sprinkled in. Well, the Halo TV show would like to beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, and they're wrong for it. Yeah, that's why no one's watching it. I'm not <laughs> going to watch it. I'm just not. I, I've, at this point, like, I've heard it is all right. And to that, that to me means it's not worth my time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've heard too many mediocre things about it that I just don't care anymore. Like, I, I, there's some cool things that I, I'm pretty sure it does. Great. All I know is Angry Joe just keeps getting his video, his uh, his shitter reviews of it uh, blocked by uh, in whichever company owns it. CBS, maybe? I don't know. Uh, because he keeps shitting on it for it not being good. <laughs> and they go like, oh, we're going to take down your video. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but, yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we can move into the fun part of today's episode. So, if you couldn't tell by the beginning of this, we didn't really have anything to talk about. So, of course, I came up with the brilliant idea of let's just do another fucking tier list, baby. And what better to do than something that Chris has very little experience in, but is my equivalent of the thing that I love almost more than anything in this world, Pokemon. So, we're doing a, a um a Pokemon starter all starter Pokemon tier list. Um that is all the evolution of every starter plus Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah, but um, this does not include the announced starters for the next game. 
right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, fuck that shit. That yeah. until the whole line's out. No, um, we don't really have any parameters for doing this. So like some of them, I'm going purely based off of appearance. Oh yeah, do uh, do not mistake my my uh, my lack of interest in Pokemon as a lack of polarizing opinions. Actually, I think I'm mostly just going by uh, appearance, unless I have like a very unless I used it a lot and therefore like it more for stupid reasons that aren't real. <laughs> um, and because some I can't wait to get to one of these lines, the motherfuckers are go basically all going to F. You'll, it's, I, I, I I think I think we will do a very good job of pissing every person off who listens to this episode. Good. Okay, so we're going. We're starting from the beginning. Also, I'm gonna have to look up some of the names of the middle evolutions <laughs> later on because I honestly don't remember them. <laughs> yeah, and also for for long time. Uh, healthy obsession listeners. Typically, when we do these tier lists, we kind of argue about it and settle on a particular spot to put something in the list. But there's so much happening here, and we have such varying opinions on Pokemon that we're just gonna make individual tier lists and just yell at each other about it. Only if our opinions are like drastically different, or we really want to talk about something. We're yeah. gonna try because like there's a shitload of these, and we're at about halfway of our normal time, so. We're, who knows? We could be done in 10 minutes. I doubt it. It's <laughs> us. There's no way. But we're going to try and go through this kind of quickly by our standards. All right. So Bulbasaur is an S tier, right? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, I want to say, yeah, but I. OK. OK. So like here's going to be the thing is like this. More than anything, we always we always say when we do one of these, oh, we'll go back and move shit around. This one I actually think I'll have to because there's some I have as definitive S tiers. And when, like, I get my definitive ones up there, I'm going to have to go back and sh- move some shit around. I guess I can start with Bulbasaur and S tier, but, like, it's kind of the quintessential A tier for me. Yeah, no, actually, just, I was going to say, I, I think looking at some of yours, I was actually going to move it down to A. And, like, it's just a fucking solid design. It's cute. It's awesome. It's underrated. Hashtag best starter. What? <laughs> I yeah. mean, he's up Fuck there. Fuck Charmander. Fuck Charmander, Holy shit. Bro. Holy shit. He um, said it. So, yeah, I'm going A tier. All right. Uh, Ivysaur is, like, a D tier for me. Oof. Oof. Okay. Look, I'm, I am uh, lukewarm at best, on pretty much every middle evolution. I do not like the vast majority of them. I can't wait till we get to my S-tier middle evolution and see what you think. I can't okay. fucking believe those are words you just said to me. Actually, no, there's there, there's one that I might... Not that high, but there, there's one that's passable for reasons you're going to hate me for. Uh, I already know which one. <laughs> <laughs> I can just look, and I bet I know which one it is. Okay, Ivysaur, uh, B-tier for me fucking b i love i love Ivysaur is like one of my favorite middle evolutions for of any pokemon line for like the longest time what, what am I, I, there's no explanation for it absolutely none i just think it looks cool one of my biggest gripes about middle evolution pokemon like especially for starters is that i feel like the design for the middle evolution is either outright dumb or is not enough of a difference from the first pokemon now, I will say that Ivysaur is better in this regard, that I think Ivysaur is actually a decent bridge from Bulbasaur to Ivysaur, or Bulbasaur to Venusaur. 
But like, if you look at something like um, Mudkip to what is that, Marshtomp? Like, what the fuck yes. is that? Yeah, well, like Chespin's middle evolution. Like, oh Jesus, God. fuck. All right, okay, we'll we'll save that one <laughs> for later. We have we have thoughts. <laughs> where where are you putting Venusaur? Uh I can't put it on S because there's better, but I'm putting it also on A. I love Venusaur. Right. Highly underrated. The grass poison typing. Badass. It's a fucking tank. Fucking love Venusaur. Venusaur is a B for me. That's fair. That's fair. Charmander. Charmander is also a B for me. C tier. I, 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 it's fine. Charmander's fine. Charmeleon, Charmeleon's the C for me. I would also, I think, I'd also put Charmeleon on C tier only because I dressed up as him for Halloween once <laughs> as a child. So, I see. you know. Um, why the fuck did people get so hard up on Charizard? I don't know. The more, so that's what, the thing is like, when I was, was a kid, I was like, oh yeah, dude, Charizard's so badass. And then as I get older, I'm like, it's such a just kind of meh design. Charizard is the equivalent of an overplayed song on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm over him. I'm done. I'm bored. I'm bored of Charizard. B tier. I was going to say, B, bored for B tier, baby. <laughs> Let's go. There's our first super hot take. Because anyone who's like, you didn't put Charizard in S tier, but the Pokemon cards. And I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> Squirrel's pretty Squirrel. cute, though. I like turtles. A tier, baby. Yeah. Um, fucking, what is it? War turtle? Like, yeah. D? Oh. Uh, I'll put it C tier. Now, Blastoise is a champ. Blastoise is an S. Yeah. A S. Yes. Sick. Yes. It's the only reason I pick Squirtle. is <laughs> because Blastoise is so fucking cool. I mean, that's the only um, reason anyone picks a starter, right? Is because the final evolution is so dope. Well, yes. Yes. Which, yes. Which is why 5th Gen, which I have hardly played at all, I'm like, eh. <laughs> eh. Their final evolutions of, except for like uh, Samurai, is just like, eh. Um, so, hey, I'm going to make this next bit easy on you, though. Um, the, the Chikorita line, they're yeah. all F tier. <laughs> all three of them, start to finish. I hate this fucking Pokemon. Okay, so this is where it's going to get funky chicken. Um, I'm putting Chikorita at C tier. Bayleaf is S tier, and you get that. You take what, what you just said back. Bayleaf is fucking awesome. Why? Mostly because of the anime. Bayleaf is S tier. I fucking love Bayleaf. And then Meganium's like D tier. I fucking hate Meganium. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. I know. What What about Bayleaf in the anime makes it an S tier? Just the way it says Bay Bay. <laughs> All the time. I love it. I love the voice acting for Bayleaf. It's like Ash's best Pokemon in Gen 2. I, I just fuck with its, char- er, its character design. Oh yeah, yeah, character design, design of it. I love Bayleaf, fucking love it. I think it's I... got a, you got a fucking. I'm saying fuck a lot. Uh, <laughs> that that badass leaf on its head that could just cut you up. I love, <laughs> I love Bayleaf, dude. 
I think I hate all of Gen 2. Oh, like, and not even oh. just the starters, but just like all of Gen 2. Oh. I, I think I don't like Gen 2 at all. Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come kick Chris's <laughs> ass. Oh. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. I get. We gotta keep going, I guess, because whoo. What is this, what's this oh thing boy. called? Torchic. Cyndaquil. Um, oh, <laughs> that was the that's, chicken, right? That's. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we are not qualified to be doing this tier list, and that's C-tier. why we're doing it. Cyndaquil. Yeah, I never really liked Cyndaquil that much, but uh, Kulava is pretty sweet. Um, I don't know if I can put it at A tier though. Quillov is a D tier for me. Oh God, Jesus! B- I'm putting it at B tier. I'm also putting Typhlosion at B tier. Uh, Typhlosion is a B. I put him in B. Like, I, man, there is like no change at all in this whole evolutionary line. It's the same no. creature. <laughs> yeah, that it's just I, I can't even. What is it? A uh, uh, a weasel. Is that what it's supposed to be? I can't remember. No, is it a honey badger? Is it a badger? It might be a badger. Well, I would hope, given that the quill is in its name, it's like a porcupine or a hedgehog. Dude, I don't know. I never, I've never understood what animal it was supposed to be. <laughs> All right, Totodile sucks. Totodile is a C tier, and the other two are D tiers. Okay, well, Totodile is actually an A tier. Um, <laughs> Croconaw is a B tier, and Feraligator is a fucking S tier. I don't know what you're on. Its name about is Croconaw. Yeah, that's a board game. <laughs> you take all this blasphemy against my favorite evolution line in Gen Two out of your. Keep my favorite Pokemon's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> all right, well I'll make it up to you because Trico's an S tier. Uh, that's yeah. Um, but. Is it S tier or is it an A tier? It's just a fucking gecko. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll put S tier. Trico's fucking dope. What's his next one called? Grovile. Okay, C. Yeah, I always liked Grovile for a while. I say always. I liked Grovile for a while, and then I was like, eh. And then Septile's kind of just lame. S uh, C tier for me. Uh, Septile? That's his name? Yeah. F. <laughs> Look at his fucking smug prick face, yeah, and his weird tail. Like he's got he's got a pine tree for a tail. What is this? This is my oh, oh never mind never mind. Do I keep? I think I put Septile down on D tier with Meganium. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah okay okay Torchic, fucking A tier. It's a little chicken. It's pretty cute. Put it a B. Combuskin. Looks dumb, C-tier. D. I actually, yeah, no, D. I kind of <laughs> hate Combuskin. It's lame. But then Blaziken's fucking S tier, bro. I put him in A. Oh, he's up there though. Pretty hot. Fucking, fucking love Blaziken. Blaziken uh, is like me- he's one of those like quintessential like not not quite Charizard level, but everyone loves Blaziken. That's because it's so good. <laughs> you can get one with speed boost, which means at the end of every turn, your speed goes up. It's like, you know, 1.5 times. And then it just, you, you outspeed everything and sweep entire teams It because of the fire <laughs> and fighting typing. It Oh, fucking Blaziken's awesome. I want you to guess where I put this next line. 
the meme lords. Uh, <laughs> D tier. Uh, Mudkip is in D. I put Mudkip in D. Mudkip's cute. I put Mudkip in a B tier. I like Mudkip. The other two are F. I say Marstomp. I honestly might be my first F tier. I I don't mind Swamper. I always like Swamper. Um, but I'll keep it at C tier. Actually, you know, maybe I'm being harsh. Mudkip's a C. Swamper's a D. I put I put Swamper at C tier. It's it's okay. I liked it a lot more when that line first came out. Uh, but in my uh, refined age, not not as big of a fan. <laughs> not not getting me to budge on Marstomp though. I hate that fucker. Oh, yeah. It is it is gross. It's kind of lame. Okay. <laughs> okay, but my boy Turtwig, the king. Bro, absolutely. Turtwig is the best, and it's A- just because I love turtles so much. A tier for me on Turtwig. He's an S. Grottle, though. Grottle's an F. <laughs> Grottle sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, Grottle. Uh, yeah, actually, I'll put it in F. But then, but then, Torterra. Okay, I gotta put I gotta put Combuskin in in F tier too. If I'm putting Marstomp and Grottle down there, like Torterra's an S tier, bro. Oh my god, absolutely. Torterra Torterra is one of my favorite Pokemon. Oh yeah, I love Torterra. I love his design so much. Like, doesn't it just sound so comfy? You're you're like 14 years old. You got a Turtwig. He's a Torterra now, and you just ride on that dude's back while you go through the paths and such. I think, I think it was you. I was telling I, something on the Pokemon subreddit. They had ranked the pluses and minuses of each uh, Pokemon arc by generation, and the one of the cons for the the Sinnoh region of Pokemon the anime was Torterra always loses. <laughs> Yeah, I think you should tell me about that. Ash's Torterra never wins. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks because I'm pretty sure Torterra is actually kind of a beast. Yeah, it's one. It's it's. I mean, it's like a. It's like Venusaur. It's just a tanky motherfucker. The grass ground type gives it an interesting move set as well. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't like Chimchar. Uh, I'm putting it at D. I slapped him at C. And then Monferno also in actually Monferno's an F tier. I hate Monferno. <laughs> wow. Wow. I only have second evolutions in F tier. Yeah, I wonder. How about that? Maybe it's because they then, all suck. And then Infernape, it's Son Goku, so he'll get C tier. Uh I put Infernape in B, actually. I oh. <laughs> I think like across the board, I actually ranked this one higher than you. You like the fire monkey. Monferno's a D for me. And then, yeah, the third it. one. Third one's on B. Infernape. Yeah. And then we got Pimplup, baby. A little penguin. I also like penguins. Pimplup's a B. I got to put it at the same tier as Mudkip because it's like the same Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Pimplup sucks, though. F tier. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Empeleon, I wanted to always like it, but it's like... I know it's the Emperor Penguin vibe, but I'm putting it on the same tier as Infernape at C. I put him at D. That's that's fair. I can I can accept that. Okay, now we're getting in to the territory where I start to not know all of the Pokemon names. But first up, we got okay. So this is what I like to call the um, Japanese Otome game protagonist line, 
where you have the preppy, uh, smug elementary schooler in Snivy. The, oh, daddy bought me or paid for me to be in this prestigious high school, whatever the fuck it evolves into. What is it? What does it evolve into? Servine. And then as part of its name, the, you know, part of the royal court, he's a prince superior uh, as the third evolution. Um, I've, like, never finished a Gen 5 game, so I have, like, no attachment to these next three lines at all. But uh, just with that fucking smug look, that'll put Snivy at uh, a C tier because it's not that bad. <laughs> you really went all in for that metaphor. Yeah. Um, I would put Snivy at D tier. What is Snivy or Snivy? Sn- I don't know. I say Snivy. Okay, just because that's its name, F tier. <laughs> but what about Servine? Also F tier. Oh, I would put Sir. Servine's got some spunk so i'll put it at d superior i actually kind of like also f tier it's just a bigger snake but <laughs> it looks cooler so i'll put it i'll put it at the same tier i'll put it at c tier i have never liked this pokemon's design I, I i i can't even necessarily tell you what it is about it but like it has like i mean honestly this entire gen is another one that i just kind of flat don't like at least at starters but this one especially what snivy yeah oh well i see i can't like tepig the next one it's all right but like d tier i don't care yeah same i don't even think i've at any oh okay that's it i have no idea what the second evolution of this was called uh what do you think it is uh first first evolution is tepig so broad it all right it wouldn't be pig and I know the last one is Embor, so I'm going to assume it doesn't feature Boar in its name. Uh, it's Pig Knight. What? <laughs> F tier. Yeah. And then Embor is actually kind of cool. Um, I'll actually put Embor at B tier. He looks dope. He's not good because he's slow as shit. <laughs> but, I think he's a but, C tier for me. But he looks pretty cool. And his shiny version is Blue Flame, and that's dope. That's awesome. Um, Okay. Oshawott, on the other hand, is one of the cutest starters in existence. A tier. Oh. Um, (laughs) C tier. I was never a big fan of Oshawott. Damn. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Now, Dewat or Dewat, I don't know how to say it. Dewalt? I don't know. That was its name. Is a pretty cool second evolution. It's like the young shipmaster's apprentice or shipbuilder's apprentice in ancient Japan. Like, I can fuck with that. B tier. Actually, I put that at A tier. I don't like it. F tier. Holy shit. Okay, he's not that bad. (laughs) Samurai, I just wish was cooler. Yeah, like, he's got things going on that I like, but the execution feels sloppy. I'm on it, and I I'm putting it at D. Like I just yeah, me too. Uh, honestly, like if I was legit, if if I knew I wasn't gonna at some point, so my whole strategy when playing these was oh, there's black and white and black and white too. The one I care I like the bet most is Samurai, so I'll use that in black and white too. I kind of hate Embor, so I'll just pick Snivy first. But then I never beat black or white. I can't remember which one I had, so I never even gotta use Oshawott. <laughs> 
maybe that would have bumped it up the rankings. That's why these are, these ones are all really low. No one's real high, in there, except for Dewat. <laughs> Put him at A tier. He looks cool. Okay. Um, don't hold on. Chespin is that how you spell yeah. it? Okay, Chespin. Um, Chespin I, is okay. Yeah, I C-tier. did actually play this gen, and I remember like I kind of like Chespin. I think he's cute. I put him at B. Eh. But then, but fucking Quilladin, bro, F tier, absolutely plump. And then the first third tier evolution to go into F tier, Chestnut. Because what the fuck were we thinking? I'm gonna be honest. F tier is too good for Chestnut. <laughs> what a ridiculous fucking design. I remember when sixth gen first came out, and like. They re- they revealed the starter, like the first evolutions of the starters. And everyone was like, it, you know, you get all the people on the internet making their own versions of what they think, the ev- how the evolution line will go. And the the projected second and third evolution for Chespin was actually dope as hell. Like a lot of the fan theories were really cool. And then I remember when they revealed Chestnut, I was like, is this a joke? like <laughs> i don't know how you go from quillet into chestnut or to to chestnut like i i don't it I, I i don't get it i don't get it at all yeah it, it's weird i i don't think i saw it before the game came out so i saw it in real time as it evolved oh, and God. i was so bewildered <laughs> uh but then we have two i think Good lines. We got Finnegan, which I would put at a B tier. Agreed. Um, Brax Braxen, Braxen Braxen. S tier. Uh, yeah, I knew that was the one you were gonna put at S tier. <laughs> uh, I will put it at C tier because I think it's all right. Actually, no, nah, it's good. I'll put it at B tier with Finnegan. I really like Delphox. D. I put Delphox at A tier. D tier. Oh my god. What are you? What's wrong with you, bro? It's a, it's a fire psychic type, dude. <laughs> this thing is a special attack monster. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. And then we got why? Why? Why am I spacing on its Froakie. name? Oh my god, Gr- Froki. I was gonna say Grookey. <laughs> Uh, Froki's a D. Froki, uh, I'll put Froki at C. It's it's all right. It's it's the same tier as Chespin. Um, and then what the hell is this thing evolving to? Frogadier. Frogadier. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the, what's his name from Scooby Doo with the ascot? Fred. For the Fred of Pokemon. <laughs> Also uh, a D tier for me. I'm, I'm putting it at D tier. Uh, Greninja is an S tier. Greninja's fucking dope. Yeah, I mean, he's cool. B. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, his tongue right. is a scarf. Yeah, but he's a ninja. Rowlet's also pretty cute, A tier. Hell yeah, dude. 
Now, um, I, okay, what does Rowlet evolve into? Because I fucking Aaron Hansen. I hate this Pokemon. Uh, Dartrix. I hate Dartrix is a fucking F tier. I hate it. Um, and then I follow that up with Decidueye is a goddamn S tier. I love Robin Hood. Yeah, I mean, I don't know shit about these Pokemon and how they function, but I do think that final evolution design is pretty cool. B tier. It's a grass ghost type, and Whoa. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost fiend, so that's like dope. S S tier. Um, this that's what's really cool about the Alola starters is they all got really interesting typings. Like we got the grass ghost, we get fire dark, and then water psychic, which was an, like we had a psychic fire the previous gen, but water psychic is also pretty cool typing. Um, Litten is s tier because it's a cute little cat it's a cat it's a literal cat s <laughs> you okay the next one's also a literal cat s are you are you putting Torcat in the s tier sure is that what it's called yeah Torcat's a c tier for me i am not crazy about it yeah, instead of roars a c yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking Poplio, though, A-tier. <laughs> That's his fucking name? It's borderline It's borderline S-tier just because of the way the English voice actor's name of the uh, of the Alolan anime says it. She's like, Poplio! <laughs> and it's so fucking funny to me every time she says it. It's like, oh, Poplio! And it's so A-tier. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta disappoint you. You're gonna put it at like D tier, aren't you? Yeah, it's D. Oh, dude, our audio is gonna be so ass for this one. I'm getting so loud. Um, I hate its evolution's name, Brione. Brione, B R O N N E. F. B R I O N N E. Um. F. It, it's uh, it's D tier. F. It's not that great. Um, but then, is it Primarina? I really like Primarina's design. A tier. F. Okay. Okay, Chris. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not that bad. It's I not don't, that I bad. I don't like it. Okay. Um. Grook is pretty Grookie, cute. B tier. He's A tier. Um. I like monkeys. Wh- what the heck does Grookey evolve into uh hold on thwacky (laughs) (laughs) all right you know i was gonna put him in d tier and then you named him f (laughs) oh yeah no it's it's going in that's yeah (laughs) and then you named him (laughs) say my name i do like rillaboom's design uh i'll put it at a b it's just a monkey that plays drums bro i dig gorillas a tier um, and Rillaboom is way cooler than Thwacky. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that, is that a translation error? Guys. Uh, uh, who knows? Uh, and then we got Score Bunny. He's pretty cute. B tier. Uh, Actually, A tier. Rabbits are cute. Nah, I'm putting Score Bunny in B tier. Uh, I can't remember what the... Hold on. Uh, what? Okay, what do you think Score Bunny evolves into? Uh... For, for rabbit 
you're not gonna pick. You're not gonna get it. Okay. Raboot. <laughs> I'm going D tier. He's he's the quiet kid at school who either kills everybody or is really dope. So because he could be both, D tier. <laughs> you know. I didn't mind him so much. I was going to put him in B, and then you named him, and now he's in D. <laughs> uh, Cinderace, C tier. S. Really? You put Cinderace in S tier? S. <laughs> you? I know why you're... I know how you come up with these, and I don't like it. Um, for whenever you put something in S tier, but whatever. <laughs> um... And then my man's Sobble, uh, D tier. Sobble kind of sucks. Why is his mouth This open? is the one I picked. Uh, why, Sobble sucks. Why does his, like, official art have such, like, why Why is that the expression? The, oh. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. What, uh, what the fuck is the second evolution? Drizzile. What? The preteen bit uh, that's F tier. I hate that. Does it have pupils? I can't tell. Yeah, they're really tiny. It's that little black oh you can't see it on this. Okay. There's yeah, I just I just dot. looked it up. But yeah, F. Uh and then the sniper elite himself in Teleon. Uh if his V Max wasn't him literally sniping, he'd probably be D tier. But because his his V Max is kind of cool c tier yeah i also put him in c i don't mind him so much and then to round it out for the sake of having him on here i don't really know why they're i get it because it's just all starters ebay i think eevee like i don't know there's an argument to be made that eevee is about as saturated as charizard but i like the idea of eevee so much that for me eevee is a quintessential a yep Yep, and then Pikachu's bitch ass is a C tier. Holy shit, C tier! I can't stand Pikachu. Damn, Pika C. Um, <laughs> I think I think B. Pika B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we did it. Okay, make sure you save this, because <laughs> uh, we will we will actually I, if you're following the twitters. I realized we had a Twitter account, even though we plug it every episode. Um, and I tweeted on it. I know. I know. But we will post both of these. Uh, mine's the right one. Yeah, okay. Um, and I actually kind of want to just see Chris's because, like, with us uh, doing it differently, like, just saying things is one thing, but actually being able to see it, I'll, I'll, I'll truly be able to know how crazy <laughs> his taste is. Um Wow, that F tier is sad with all these second evolutions. Yeah, let me tell you, F and D tier on my tier list, not an exclusive club. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, anything also, else you want to go I, over this this episode? Oh, uh, sorry. When I download the image here on uh, on TierMaker.com, uh, it does apply the watermark to the upper right corner of the tier list and completely cuts off the, the bunny that I so lovingly put in S tier. So I'm just going to take a screenshot. I will just move it around. No. 
Um, I have a Hot Ones ad next to mine. Weird. Wait, what's the? We're, we're still recording, so I'll <laughs> just do that. I'll ask you later. Um. Yeah, so that's the episode. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's it. We're we're actually running a little long now. But yeah, no, I I don't have anything else to say. Cool. So follow us on Twitter at obsession underscore pod and check out our individual completed tier lists. And, and you know, if you got a problem, fucking, you know, hop in the DMs. We're waiting. Call us shit. Um, if you like what you heard, give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Tell a friend and come back in two weeks when we'll either have more to talk about or Hayden is going to rope me into another tier list that I'm going to have outrageously strong opinions about with no foundation whatsoever. If you guys want the official Healthy Obsession vegetable tier list, sound off on the Twitter account. Come on. Come on. I'm trying to get him to do a a vegetable tier list. I'm not. I don't. Okay. I'm following in Fauna's footsteps. That's going to be this week's episode. Thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll see you in a fortnight.